I'm certain that all of us have had this experience. You wake up in the middle of the night and you need a drink of water. And so you rise out of bed and you feel your way down the hallway. You bump into every corner there is in your house, stub your toe three times, break a couple glasses getting into the cupboard, and finally you get your glass of water. And by the time you're done with it, you realize, but you're going to do this four more times or forevermore, right? That it probably would have just been better if you would have turned on the light. There's something about us that we don't like the light. Right? For this example, it's the rods and cones in our eyes and turning on light after being in darkness. Right? But also something of our human nature that we prefer than when, I, when we're in sin or darkness or even when we're in areas of darkness that aren't sin, right? Disease, illness. We don't like to go towards light. In today's first reading and in the gospel, we hear the name of two towns. Zebulun and Naphtali. And the fact that the gospel writer Matthew mentions these twice must be important. St. Matthew, when he writes his gospel, is writing particularly to a Jewish audience. That's who he's first proclaiming the gospel to, is Jewish people. And they would have been aware of these two areas. Zebulun and Naphtali would be named after two of the sons of Jacob. So it's two of the lands that were inheritance of two of the sons of Jacob, namely in northern Israel. But particular about these areas was that they were sacked and ambushed by the Assyrian Empire, I believe it would have been around the 8th century, 8th or 9th century B.C. Right? And so the people of Israel, Abraham's been promised, and his people have been promised that a great nation will be built up in their name. And all they've been seeing is war, plummeting, sacking of cities. And these two towns in the area of Galilee are particular examples that are some of the most brutal examples of what seems to be this promise not being fulfilled. And so the prophet Isaiah promises, right, that upon these two cities, that those who have dwelt in darkness will see a great light. And that's fulfilled through Jesus beginning his ministry 
in these areas in particular. Jesus Christ throughout all of the Gospels, throughout his ministry, we see that he prefers to run towards darkness. He runs towards darkness. So the very first thing of going into these two towns, he's running towards darkness. It's the last area that a Messiah would be expected from. He runs right into it. Who does he call as his first followers, as his first disciples? He goes after fishermen and tax collectors. Not the most lofty professions. Going towards the darkness. Who else does he call tax collectors the most hated people in the Roman Empire, especially to Jews? Some things don't change, do they? Tax collectors the most hated people. Then he goes to prostitutes and sinners, calling them all to be his disciples. He runs towards darkness to bring light. Those who have dwelt in darkness have seen a great light. That's the mission of Jesus Christ, is to proclaim light into darkness. To proclaim life into death. And so we hear in today's gospel, combined with this prophecy being fulfilled of light being brought into darkness, there's the calling of these disciples to become fishers of men. This really begins their mission. And their mission is that proclamation of the kingdom. This gospel is also the beginning of the proclamation of the kingdom of God. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. I turn away from darkness and turn towards light. The kingdom of God is at hand. So our Lord appointed apostles... And that was their mission, to carry out, to bring light into darkness, to bring the truth of the gospel. And the final way that Jesus brought light into darkness is through his cross, right? entering into death itself to bring the rising of new life. But he didn't end it with that. His particular calling of the apostles was so that this work might be continued. The proclamation of the kingdom of God didn't end with the ascension of Jesus. Anything that was just the beginning. He appoints apostles. And as Catholics, we believe that after those apostles... They ordained men to come after them. And so every bishop that comes after them for the next 2,000 years and following, 
right, is an apostle. So Archbishop Lucas for us is an apostle. Father Starman appointed as the pastor of all these parishes works with in cooperation with an apostle of Jesus Christ to proclaim the kingdom of God. Right, Father Weeder and myself work with Father Starman who works with the apostle. But we as a parish, we as St. Joseph's and Amelia, are called to participate in that mission of the apostles. So as Christians, we're called to run towards darkness. Not alone, but with light. We're called to run towards the darkness with light. And so in the areas of our lives or others' lives, we're called to run towards darkness. Right? In our own lives, when there's darkness, whether it be sin or whether it be something that we're not responsible for, illness, disease, or anything else, we open our hearts and allow the light of Christ to shine into us. But our Christian faith isn't just meant to be something that's inward dwelling on myself. Right? It goes out. And in all of our lives, we see day in, day out, particular areas of darkness in our world. Yes, we do see immorality, but I think even more so day in and day out, we see people who suffer from mistreatment, right, from disease, from illness, from just the regular everyday of life. And those are the opportunities we have to proclaim Jesus Christ into there. And we do that by the witness of what's been done in our own lives. That's what it means to fish for men. Right? That we bring them out of darkness into light. That we proclaim the mercy of Jesus Christ into the lives of those who dwell in darkness, that they may walk in the light of Jesus Christ.